Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, here we are. It is the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And as we grow in the Gospel, it's really important that we're allowing Jesus to be Lord of our lives. Our Alleluia verse this week is actually the same as last week as well which is the Lord sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor and liberty to captives. You know, we just got to be honest, what's holding us captive, you know, with me, a lot of times it's just electronics and that kind of that constant pull, that constant habit to just pull, go to my cell phone, just check, see what's going on and just to put it aside. And for some people, it may be drugs. Some people, it might be pornography addiction. Some people, it might be alcohol. Some people, it might be, you name it. And we have to really let the Lord set us free because one thing I've been meditating upon as a lot of the men and I do a program called Exodus 90 is that the Lord desires our freedom more than we desire it ourselves. So we have to know that he desires what's best for us. But it's going to come at a cost because we have to die to self to allow him to work through us. So this week, our gospel comes from Luke chapter 4, 21 through 30. And as always, I encourage you just to pull out some chairs and Bibles Get out some friends, you know, really grow in community because if, it, if our evangelization efforts just stay in the pews and never, they never turn into table conversation, fellowship, we're missing the whole point. So call upon the Holy Spirit, ask some friends to, to read the Gospels with you and go deep. Because this week we hear from Luke chapter 4, Jesus began speaking in the synagogue saying, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him, and all were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked him, Isn't this the son of Joseph? He said to them, Surely you will quote me this proverb, Physician, cure yourself, and say, Do here in your native place the things that we heard were done in Capernaum. And he said to them, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow in Zarephath, in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill of which their town had been built, to hurl him down headlong. But Jesus passed through the midst of them, and they went away. This is an awesome gospel. The more I read it, the more I wish I had more time to meditate upon it, but such is life. Just a few things that I think we can look at is, again, it is when we hear the good news, when we accept the good news that Jesus came to bring glad tidings to the poor and proclaim liberty captives, which is all of us. He wants to set us all free from something. And they, you know, they're amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. Just, are you amazed at the words of Scripture? Are you allowing yourself to be wowed by the fact that we can actually communicate with God and listen to his words in scripture. You know, they ask, you know, isn't this the son of Joseph? 
And he just says to him, surely you'll quote me this proverb. So he doesn't, he doesn't always answer their questions directly because a lot of the times the questions that we ask have nothing to do with anything. And when they say, you know, isn't, is this not the son of Joseph? You know, people naturally considered Jesus the offspring of Joseph. They were unaware of his virginal conception by the Holy Spirit. So the Nazareans were skeptical, skeptical about Jesus' credentials and felt he was unqualified to inaugurate Israel's national liberation because they were waiting for the Messiah. We have to remember that. <clears throat> and, they, and he asked that quote, and he talks about the prophets and how no prophet is acceptable in his own country because Jesus, now what he's doing is he's placing himself in the company of all the Old Testament prophets, many of whom were rejected and even killed by fellow Israelites. Maybe you felt that in your own town where you've been trying to proclaim the gospel, to spread the good news, and you feel rejected. But we have to remember, it can take up to seven invites before people start saying yes. So we have to know that Jesus is one of his most masculine characteristics, his masculine virtues, is endurance. And he wasn't even accepted in his own country because prophets spoke the truth in season and out of season. And I'm going to go a little bit off script here, but we sing that song, All Are Welcome, all the time, right? People like it. That's great. But it talks about, let's build a house where prophets speak. And most people hated prophets. And that's really not going to make them feel very welcome. So let us be real with our Lord this week. And know that this, the Lord says, you know, he talks about in the days of Elijah. And he's talking about a time of darkness when Elijah was sent to a widow in Sidon. You can read that in 1 Kings 17. And Elisha was cleansed, cleansed a leper in 2 Kings 5. So Jesus declares that the acceptable year of the Lord will likewise be a time of blessing, even outside of Israel. And this might have confused the Jewish people, the Israelites, because they thought they were the chosen race. Now Jesus came to save all, even the Gentiles, which is good news for you and I, because we are Gentiles, we are not, we are not all Jews. So this is good news. But this is not what they wanted. This is what God wanted. And it infuriates them. And they were filled with wrath. And they rose to put him out of the city. And they actually probably were going to stone him because they figured he was a false teacher. And that's what they did in Deuteronomy 13.10 or even Acts 7.58. You can check that out. But it says, passing through their midst, he, midst of them, he went away. With Jesus, there is always a way out. Maybe you should just tell yourself that right now. With Jesus, there is always a way out. For even in 1 Corinthians 10.13, we hear this. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your strength. But with temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, a way out, that you may be able to endure it. You know what? The Lord will always give you a way out, and he'll always give you the necessary means to be an evangelist and to make disciples. The song I'm going to play this day is called Remember the Poor by Joe Zambone, and we have to remember there are poor, and most of the time they're sitting right next to us in the pews. Will you be God's missionary of grace, his missionary of good news, his missionary disciple?
May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. May Amen. I never forget. May I never forget. May I never forget the Yeah. Uh-huh.